So, a couple of weeks ago, I think two weeks ago, Yoni taught us about the love of God. I know she's so much embarked and uh, filled with the love of God. And from there last week, we, lo- we learned about the circles of life. And we've been on this series for a few weeks now, talking about um, the winning church. And today's message, we've, we've spoken along this line before, but I believe God wants us to hear it again and just reiterate it. And today's message simply is about unity, the power of agreement. Unity, the power of agreement. Now, from what we've learned and from what we've gathered, I believe that wherever a man or woman is going to get in life is a function of the people and the people we surround ourselves with. Our destiny in life is tied so much to the people that we agree with or the people that we walk with. So I just want to show us a clip. And I just hope Iso will be able to help me. I'm sure some of us have seen this before, but just enjoy it. Amen. That's given us a bit of an idea of where we're trying to go to this morning in terms of unity in the body of Christ. Psalms 133, verse 1 to 3, speaks about how good and how. How beautiful is it when brethren can gather together in unity? I want us to bow our heads right now and just thank God and appreciate Him for the grace for us to be here, even as the body of Christ. Just want you to give him thanks and say, Lord, thank you, oh God, that I'm actually in your presence today, oh God. Father, we take this not for granted, oh Lord. Though we pray, oh God, that Lord, let your grace, oh God, rest upon us, oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. That Lord, we will experience your greatness, oh God, in a new dimension, oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your name be glorified. Lord, I bring myself to you, O God. Let me speak all of you and none of myself, O God. And let your people be blessed. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. 
Amen. Let's celebrate the Lord one more time. Hallelujah. As that clip showed us, we, we looked, we saw the, I mean, the demonstration of how when people gather together in unity, what the power and what can really, really happen. We found out that that elephant, even as small as it was, when he got stuck, he needed rescuing. He needed things to happen. And as believers, as Christians, many a times we go through life and sometimes we think that we can do it on our own. But the truth about the issue is that God created us so that we can influence and impact one another. The Bible says in John chapter 10, verse 30, when Jesus Christ was speaking that he, him and his father, that they are one. Now, if God and if Jesus Christ can believe so much in the power of unity, how much, much us Christians. I wrote in my note, I said, the power of agreement as Christians has not been fully, and in this time and generation, fully utilized. There is so much formidable force that can happen when believers come together. But it's so, so amazing. Or oh, it's sad, I would say, that this time around, you find out that the power and the energy that we need to actually fight the enemy we're fighting one another. Believers are fighting. People are saying, I belong to this fashion. I belong to that sect. And instead of us moving forward as Christians, as believers, most of the time we tend to disagree on everything. Fine, we might not agree on everything, but remember that God wants us to be united. And that's why that scripture says in Psalm 133, verse 1 to 3, that how good, how pleasant it is when brethren gathers together or when brethren dwells together in unity. I said, what does the Bible say about unity and the power of agreement? We can see some of the scriptures in the book of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter, um, Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 30, and then the first part. Deuteronomy 32, and um, Deuteronomy 32, verse 30 says, how should one chase a thousand and two to put 10,000 to flight? Another translation says that one of you will chase a thousand and two will put 10,000 to flight. Many a times we hear the scripture, we talk about the scripture so much, but it's not just the ordinary mathematics of one plus one. One of the things that unity does when we come into agreement is then so much of an exponential power and exponential growth that what two people can do will far, far outweigh what one person can do by themselves. And then when you have a multiple of people like the way we are, we can do exceedingly abundantly, more than what we can think or imagine. Imagine that clip that we watched earlier on. If that mother stood by herself with her cub, God knows what the lions could do. Now let's bring that home nowadays into where we are as Christians, as believers. Many a times we try to do things in our own power. Sometimes in our career, sometimes in our academics, in our finances, we try to do. There is nothing bad in you trying to put your head down and do things. But you get to a stage in which you need to reach out to your brother, you need to reach out to your sister, and you need to call on God to agree with you so that you can have that exponential power. And I pray that the Lord will grant unto us this in the mighty name of Jesus. I wrote ordinary people become extraordinary when they come into agreement. Ordinary people become extraordinary when they come into agreement. Why do I say this? In Matthew 18, chapter 19, 
Matthew 18, chapter 19, it says, Agree again, truly I tell you, that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done by my Father in heaven. So the question is, why don't we agree with each other? Why do we struggle to agree with one another? Why do we go about our own things in our own way and by our own doing? Brethren, if there's anything that we need to do right now, as what God is calling us to do, is for us to have a joint purpose in God, in God, that Father, Lord, help us as believers, as Christians, to connect together, to move forward to the next phase. I pray God will give us this grace in Jesus' name. If God himself in Genesis 1, 26 could say, let us create man in our own image. You know, God is God and he does not need to consult anyone. He's God by himself. But still yet God reached out to say, let us create man in our own image. After our own likeness, so that they may rule. I wrote in my note, I said, in everything that we try to do, God had a purpose why he said he does not want man to remain alone. Because Adam could have been by himself anyway. But God decided to create for him a helpmate. And in everything that we do, I want us to know that God did not create us as individuals, as people that just need to stand by themselves and do their own things by their own way and the way they want to do it. The power of agreement. I pray that God will give us grace, oh God, that we understand how much we can do when we agree with our brother or sister. I wrote here, I said, agreement, when you agree with someone or when we walk in unity, there are various examples in the Bible. We have the negative, we have the positive. Let's try and look at a bit of the negative, then we'll move into the positive. Because when you agree with people, you need to know how to channel your energy. One of the first ways, or one of the examples I have here, is in the Bible in regards to the Tower of Babel. How many of us, we've read that scripture so much that many of us, those are some of the things that we got taught in um, Sunday school when we were younger. In the book of Genesis 11, verse 1 to 9, time will not permit me to read everything. But the truth about the issue is that the Bible says that they were together in one accord. They spoke one language. They had one speech. Imagine everyone in this world speaking the same language. It would be very easy anyway. <laughs> but the truth be told is that they spoke one language. They were in one accord. They were able to work together. Even though this was a good thing. But in the end, they had a purpose. They held on to that purpose and they said, we need to build a tower and we need to reach God. And it got to a stage in which God himself had to look down from heaven and say, if these people continue to do what they're planning to do, then I have to do something against it. And that's why God sent confusion into their midst and made sure that their languages, and we all have various and thousands of languages now. What am I trying to say here? That when some people can use the power of, power of agreement in a negative fashion, as we've seen here. But when you come together and use your power of agreement in a positive fashion, it gives exponential growth. Another example I have here is in regards to Sambalak and Tobiah in the book of Nehemiah chapter 4. Now, these two entities, they, were really, they reached out and they really wanted to bring Nehemiah down. 
they made up their mind that concerning Nehemiah and the Jews, they wanted to bring them down. But we thank God that their mission did not succeed. Another negative power of agreement was in the place of Ananias and Sapphira. Ananias and Sapphira in the book of Acts chapter 5 verse 1 to 11, they, they agreed to defraud. I mean, there are different levels of agreement. But this one decided to agree to defraud Peter and the church. So please, just look at your neighbor slightly and say, hmm. <laughs> I pray that we will not have fraudsters as a people that we agree with in the name of Jesus. And if there are such people who are masking and in our life that are fraudsters, I pray that the Holy Spirit will reveal them in the name of Jesus. Another example is Achan. I actually spend a lot of time reading this. If time will not permit us, if you can please read this when you get home, please do. Or listen to it by audio Bible. Joshua chapter 6, Joshua chapter 7, and Joshua chapter 8. It's quite interesting. Because in Joshua chapter 6, I'm going to paraphrase this. In Joshua chapter 6, you find that, that they actually agreed in a positive way. I'm talking about the children of Israel at this time. They agreed. They were in one accord. They marched around the, the, the walls of Jericho. Not talking. Imagine, pastor tell us, you know what? We're taking over Canary Wharf. Let's just start walking around. And we're all walking around for six days. I'm sure some of us are going, pastor, are you sure you've heard God? You know, and they kept on walking around and walking around. And after they've done this, they followed God's instruction to the T, to the letter. They made the loud noise, and the wall of Jericho fell down flat. The Bible says no stone was left unturned. However, chapter 7, you know, when you have this feeling of, oh, yes, we've walked in agreement, we've agreed with God, we've done this, the wall of Jericho is gone down. Now they had to fight um, King Ai, Ai in the Bible. And they felt that, yes, because we've done this, we, this is just going to be an easy thing for us. But God gave them a commandment that everything they took out of Jericho, none of it should be used for themselves. But this gentleman called Achan decided and made an agreement with himself and the people around him say, you know what, we're going, there's some things that we like and we're just going to take a few and still a few and hide it under their tent. And that's what they did. Unfortunately for Joshua, he didn't know that Achan did this. So they went to battle. Guess what happened? You know, when you go to battle and you were so brave and they felt they were going to win, they got beaten. Oh, my God. You know, they, 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 the enemy dealt with them so badly that Joshua got back and he was furious. He was like, God, how did this happen? Power of agreement. As I said, some people can agree positively and negatively. And God revealed it to Joshua that there's been sin among them and Achan committed sin. But thank God for God's mercy and that God revealed it to them. And at the end of the day, they discovered it was Achan. Achan was dealt with. Achan was stoned to death. And then God gave them a strategy to go back again in chapter 8. And they did. And this time around, they won the battle. Hallelujah. What am I trying to say? is that sometimes we have positive or we have um, positive agreement and then also people can agree negatively. But I pray that the sin of rebellion will be taken out of our lives so that we will not agree negatively in the name of Jesus. Now going quickly, I said, what are the things that can cause disunity? 
in our lives or things that will not make us to agree. Now, when I'm talking about agreement, you're saying, who do we need to agree with? First and foremost, we need to agree with God. We need to agree with God. We need to walk with God. Somebody will ask me, how can I agree with God? The way you can agree with God is to walk with God. The Bible says that um, Enoch walked with God and he was not. And then also, Abraham walked with God. When you walk with God, you walk in his footsteps. You understand his word. You study his word. Being in agreement with God is walking and understanding and studying his word because he will not do anything outside of his word. So as believers, as Christians, we need to walk with God, be obedient to God, understand his words, understand his precepts, line upon line, precept upon precept. The other agreement that you need to walk up to is to believe or to walk with people who also walk with God. That's your fellow believers or your spouses. I pray that we all marry into I mean, God's family in the mighty name of Jesus. But the truth about the issue is that can two walk together? Amos free free, except they agree. And this is a huge thing nowadays as believers, as Christians. If you are married, praise God. But if you're unmarried, please do not marry an unbeliever. The heartache and the problem it leads to in the future is huge. Do not ignore the signs. Make sure the person that you're going to walk with understands and knows God. And I pray that God will give us grace in the name of Jesus. One of the, one of the issues or one of the reasons why people walk in disunity is the fact that sin, like what happened in the life of Achan, among us, among believers, as I said earlier on, Christians, we have so much power, but we're not tapping it. We're not tapping into that power. The Bible says that if any, if two of you can agree, unfortunately, that's one of the issues in marriages. Agreement. When, when we were going to get married years ago, 15? 15? Okay, 16. Maybe September, uh, August. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. My husband's looking at me. One of the things, or one of the scriptures that God gave us is that. Um... <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Whatsoever the two of you shall agree on heart, it will establish in heaven. The truth about the issue is that. Anytime we want, I'm not looking at that direction. Anytime we need to do anything in, in life, individually or collectively, if we don't get to that place of agreement, it's just a race. I mean, I can try, I can plan, and people that know me, you know I like to plan, I like to forecast, I'm very meticulous, but if it's not agreement, it's just work and effort. And as believers, as Christians, many a times we do things. You know, we try, we hear things. You know, this is the new career that is in vogue. This is the new place you need to buy a house. You know, this is what you need to do. We try things in our own ability, but not in agreement and in line with what God has done for us or what God is going to do in our life. And so no wonder many of us struggle. Many of us struggle. I pray that the cycle of struggling in our lives will end in the name of Jesus. In order for us not to go through unnecessary struggles in life, 
Let's agree with God. Let's walk with God. Let's have a better understanding of the way we need to be united to the heart of the Father. Jesus Christ says, I and my Father, we are one. There is no way Jesus Christ will have done anything or not when he was here without, first of all, understanding and walking with the heart of the Father. So what are the things that causes disunity? I said sin, lack of discipline. I want you to bow your heads right now. And say, Lord, if there's any way I've not been in agreement with you. I want you to pray to God right now that, Father, have mercy upon me, O God. It might be in ignorance that we've walked away or we've just done things in our own way or in our own accord. It's not too late. God can restore all things. I don't want you to take this moment for granted. I just want you to pray to God that, Father, Lord, if any way I've turned my back against you, if any way, oh God, I've not been in agreement in the things that you've called me to do, that, Lord, please have mercy upon me in the name of Jesus. Amen. Mark 3 verse 25 says, A house that is divided among itself cannot stand. One of the things that disunity can bring is weakness. Imagine when God says, whatever you touch on earth, whatever two of you or more of you agree in my name. So when we're not agreeing, we're in a position of weakness. Weakness. And that's what happened to the children of Israel. When Achan decided not to agree with God, when he decided to do the things against God, they were beaten by the enemy, black and blue. I pray that will not be a portion in the name of Jesus. Now, what are the positive things? Now, we've gone on the negative things. Let's leave that for a while. Now, let's look about the positive or the benefits of walking in agreement with God. This is interesting. The things that unity can do for us. Biblical examples. One of the examples that I really love is in the book of Esther. Chapter 8, when the Bible talked about Esther agreeing with her uncle Mordecai and with the Jews. Listen, destruction was coming. They were going to be wiped out. Haman wanted to wipe out the Jews. And I know that's in the biblical sense. But the truth about the issues are in our life, sometimes some things just want to pull us down. You know, at your place of work, you're trying hard, but there's just this one person that just doesn't like your face. Not just because of anything, but you can agree with someone and pray against such. Maybe it's your family. Maybe there is just something or someone that is causing you pain. Or maybe it's your finances that you're struggling with. Or maybe you're going through generational issues. You've seen this happen in your father's life, and now it's happening in your life. Or you've seen this, your mother go through some things, and now you're going through it, and you're thinking, Lord, have mercy. Sometimes it might be a time for you to reach out and agree with someone and pray. Say, affliction will not rise up the second time. Brethren, we have been Christians enough for us to be able to identify some patterns. If there are things that are not working, if there are things that you've seen in your uncles, your aunties, you know, if there are sicknesses in your family, diabetics, hypertension, whatsoever it is, and you're thinking, this one is coming to me. You are a Christian, you understand the word of God. You can take a stand against it. 
and use that scripture in Matthew 18 verse 19 says, whatsoever the two of you shall agree upon. Some people in their life, some people in their families, by the time they get to a particular age, everybody in their family either don't get married or they, don't, or they get divorced. When cycles are continuing, I don't know why I'm talking about this. I don't have this in my note, by the way. If you're going through a cycle or a pattern and you think that this is not right, maybe it's time for you to take that stand and do a prayer of agreement. Some people lose jobs for no, for no reason. If you think that this is a cycle, some people earn so much and they have nothing to show for it. It might be a cycle. It might be time for you to arise and say, Lord, find a brother, find a sister, reach out to your pastor and say, we are breaking this cycle. As I said, affliction will not rise a second time in the name of Jesus. Esther and, the, Esther and Mordecai and the Jews, they came together, they agreed, incorporate fasting, they prayed and God gave them victory. Another good example of power of agreement and unity is at Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 verse 1. When the disciples came together and they were in one accord, without them being in one accord, the Holy Spirit would not have come down. We need to get to a place. Sometimes we all have our differences and it would be very naive of us or for me myself talking and say everybody will be on the same page. Number one, we didn't grow up in the same family. Many of us, we have different exposures to life. So sometimes we're not going to all agree. That's the truth. So don't expect everyone to agree with you. It will be selfish for you to think my way or the highway. Even in marriages, it doesn't work like that. But you get to a position in God. Hallelujah. You get to a position that you understand that, okay, we need to agree. However, in line with the word of God, let's do what is right. And I pray that God will give us grace in the name of Jesus. Another example is Timothy and Paul. They worked in agreement together to propagate the gospel. And as I said earlier on, the Joshua and the Israelites, when they were walking around the, um, the wall of Jericho, they walked in agreement. Another beautiful example is the story of Ruth and Naomi. They agreed to be strategic, and they won. Amen. Now, how can we agree? As we said earlier on, you need to agree in prayers with people, with your fellow brethren, or with your spouse. In line with God, you need to agree in the word of God. You need to stand upon the word of God and say, Lord, we bring back your word to you. You need to agree in purpose. One of the things that amazes me the most, before I got married, I never used to watch football. I hated football. It's not that I hated it, but I wasn't interested. But I found out that, okay, in order for me to gain time, I just need to learn about football. And then I became an expert over it. That's just it. I just love football. Well... Yeah, I had to. Anyway, so what am I trying to say right now is the fact that you need to agree in purpose. Try as much as possible. Maybe one of the activities we need to do today, and many of us have our phones. Some of us are checking our phones. Maybe when you get home, just look at your phone list deeply and truly and look at the people that you spend time with the most, that you talk to the most. Are these people really adding value to my life? We spoke about circles of life last week. Are these kind of people that will take me to the place of my purpose? Are these the kind of people that I'm agreeing with? Are we going somewhere? 
Many people are being dragged down because of the company that they pick. Ask your neighbor, who are you agreeing with? Because many a times, who are you agreeing with? And it's the truth. Many a times, you know, we, we learn all this, we go to church, we speak about things, and then you just have this friend somewhere and say, oh, hmm, hmm, is that it? And before you know it, it just dampens your spirit. Please don't stay around people who will bring you down. It's not wisdom. No, you're better than that. Christ died for you, and you have the spirit of wisdom and understanding. So please, anyone that is not going to assist you, agree with you in prayer, take you to the next level, that all they can see in you is that you're not good enough. Maybe it's time for you to say, I delete you off my phone. It's allowed. Christ has given us so much, and he's invested so much in us for us to live a substandard life. We shouldn't just be survivors. We should be people that reign and walk in excellence. So if you have surviving friends that all you just do is that let's just agree, let's just survive, let's just run through the time. No, it's not a matter of running through the time. Ask God, Father, give me the grace to have the right people. And if you don't have such people, pray today that Father send me the right set of people into my life and you to be the right person into somebody else's life. Amen. Agree in purpose. Marriages, let's agree in purpose. Let's agree over our children. Let's agree over our careers. Even at work, agree with the right set of people. Don't be that negative person that always have a wrong idea or say, this cannot work. Just be quiet for a while. I see some people that, no, this, before you bring up any idea, it cannot work. Just keep quiet. Don't always be on the left, even though, okay, I don't believe in just doing everything that everyone says, but just try and don't be negative. Negativity is not a good thing. It's true. Many of us, we've lived so much around negative influence that even everybody says, this is going to work. You say, really? No, it's not. Oh, it's working. No, it's not. Enough of negativity. Let's agree in purpose. And also another thing that we need to do is to walk in holiness. As we said earlier on about Achan, he decided to still. Let's not walk in bad company. I pray that God gives us grace in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, what can agreement lead to? Or what is the benefit or what are the goodness when you walk in agreement in purpose with God and with man and with your fellow brethren that are going the same way? I said agreements bring purpose and strategy. Like what Esther did with Mordecai. When you agree the right way, when you agree according to the word of God, in church, when you focus on God, as a believer, as a husband, as a wife, when you focus on the things of God, God reveals his strategy and his purpose towards you. Even if you look at the biggest organizations, Hardly will you see a massive organization that last, lasted generation. I'm not saying something that will just spring off today like high five or something that's been in the past. I don't know where that came from, but hallelujah. <laughs> you know, people have board of directors. There's a reason why somebody wouldn't just make, fine, they overrule things and let's not just go into the nitty gritty of that. 
but then people have board of directors even in the world how much much more us christians that will feel that we can just wake up and do things just because we feel yes i can i'm by myself and i can live by myself no one has been created as an island let's take advantage of where god has placed us purpose Another advantage or another thing that agreement can lead into when we agree with God and when we agree with our fellow brethren is the fact that it gives us strength, victories. As I said earlier on, can two work together except they agree? When we approach God in agreement with the word of God, when we bring back our strong reasons unto him, we see victory. I pray that we'll be victorious in the mighty name of Jesus. Listen, the, the world is filled with battles. Life, I was telling a colleague of mine a while ago, I said, when we're growing up, nobody really told us that life gets difficult when you grow up, you know. You just feel when you're a child, you know, everything works for you. You're a teenager, you go to school, you go to university, and at some point, life starts throwing things at you, and you go, oh, my parents really didn't show me everything. I saw a bit, but I didn't know this is how much life can bring so you need to be strengthened you need to understand that that in life there are there is a, an exponential opportunity for when you agree with god and when you agree with your fellow brethren that you're going to be victorious another thing that can happen to us when we walk in agreement and in unity it moves us forward so when you look at your life and you find out that you haven't been moving forward, maybe it's time for you, as I said earlier on, first of all, check yourself. Let's not place blame on every other person. You see, one of the things that we do sometimes is that we place blames on everyone or our situations. We don't think about ourselves. First and foremost, look at yourself and check your life and say, what am I doing? And then secondly, who am I relating with? And what is my attitude towards God? I pray that we'll move forward in the mighty name of Jesus. I say, I pray that we'll move forward in the mighty name of Jesus. So Great Light Connection, it's time for us to take over, to take over the city. One of the messages I learned, I, I listened to when, when I was in university, when I became born again, was knowing how to enter the city. There's no way you can enter a city or break into anywhere you want to break into, be your career, be your business, whatsoever you want to do without you understanding that there are things and there are missions that you need to hold on to. And such requires agreement, i.e., Lord, how am I going to approach this? Another thing that agreement can do is the fact that he brings the presence of God. As Christians, as we learned in Pentecost, when you agree together, that's why I enjoy worship so much. Worship and praise and worship is a form of agreement. When we sing together, when we declare the word of God, it brings down the presence of God. It brings down the power of God. So that's why sometimes when the choristers are ministering, when people are listening to the word, when, you know, when the song is going on, we need to focus on God. We need to agree with the wordings. We need to sing and reach out to God. So when doing praise and worship, most of the time is not the time to play or joke. Because there's a level of agreement, there's spiritual agreement that is going on. 
And I pray that we'll receive blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. Remember the Bible says, what two of you can agree on heart on this earth? In 2 Chronicles chapter 2, the Bible spoke about when they were in one accord, the presence of God came down. Agreement. Unity. Great Light Connections, let's start to believe this, that we need to walk more in agreement. We need to walk more in unity. We need to agree on the things of God. I pray that God will give us grace in the name of Jesus. So if you can give me that image again. There's a picture I'd like to show to you. And I'm sure many of us have seen this on the WhatsApp group. I said this is why we pray for each other. Hallelujah. Because the truth about the issue is that you might feel you're strong enough, but you might be at the end of that bar. That's why the power of agreement is so strong. So every time we worship God, every time we pray unto God, let's know that you need to agree and pray with your fellow brethren. I'd like us to rise up on our feet right now. And let's open to the book of James chapter 5, verse 14 to 16. James 5, 14 to 16. If you can please project that. James 5, 14 to 16. It says, Is anyone sick among you? Then he must call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith, another translation said, a prayer of agreement will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven. And it says, therefore, confess your sins to one another. Pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man availeth more or accomplishes much. Brethren, as Christians, as believers, one of the reasons sometimes we go through illnesses or go through struggles in life physically is the fact that sometimes we are out of agreement with God, but we've prayed. But right now, if you have a brother or your sister next to you, I want us to just pray for them. The Father in agreement. Listen, it might not be a physical illness. It might be, it might be an illness in the mind. Or someone is just heartbroken. We've learned today that God expects us to agree. And as we sing that song, as we worship in His presence, there is healing. I pray this morning that, Lord... As we agree, as I agree with my brother and my sister, that Lord, let there be healing right now. If there's a particular healing that you need, if you feel comfortable to share with your brother or your sister, as I said, it might not be a physical healing, it might be spiritual healing, your mind might need to be healed. You might be troubled in your heart. As we worship in your presence, Lord, we agree for your healing this there morning. Is healing. The Holy Spirit's gentle touch is flowing, Jesus. Please pray for your sister. Please pray for your brother this morning. Agree with them. 
the Father, let it be well with my brother. Let it be well with my sister. Let it be well with their home. Let it be well with their careers. Let it be well with their marriages. Let it be well with their family, oh God. Father, we ask for your healing this morning. We ask for your healing this morning, oh God. Let it be well with their minds, oh God. 